The following interview originally aired on KPOV 88.9 on the Tuesday Point. You can listen to The Point on KPOV each weekday at 9 a.m. on 88.9 FM in Central Oregon and kpov.org. This is Bruce Morris, Programming Director for KPOV. On Friday, March 20th, I interviewed Janet Yurandi on the Friday Point. Janet is a local social justice activist and founder of Mecca Bend, which provides a directory of services for the Latinx community here in Central Oregon. We hope you enjoy the interview, and thank you for listening to KPOV and our podcast site. So, Janet, thank you so much for joining us here on KPOE. Uh, so one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you, uh, interview on the air today, was after seeing your Facebook video that you did um, a few days ago. And I thought it was very compelling about uh, the struggles people are having, uh, uh, particularly people of color and women of color uh, already, right, even as, even as this uh, situation with our limited movement uh, with the coronavirus is in its early phases. So uh, can you, I guess, can you just start off by uh, talking about why did you decide, and I know people haven't seen the video, uh, so uh, uh, maybe let's start with this. What, what, what were you concerned about, and, and why did you make that uh, video? You know, Bruce, I think what um, a lot of us are facing and, and what prompted me to sort of want to do this, and I share a lot of videos like this on my Instagram page, not as many on Facebook, but um, anyways, it really just sort of dawned on me and started to put in motion a lot of outside um, word, you know, word of mouth and hearing things from friends and, and family members throughout the, 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 the counties that we live in about what they're experiencing and how a lot of folks are not aware of what communities of color and um, the Latinx community and the black community and um, our indigenous and native relatives over in Warm Springs are experiencing. Um, they're unaware because it's not really something that mainstream um, news is picking up on. And when we hear personal experiences, I think it really, it touches our heart more than um, these news flashes of what's happening globally. And, you know, Central Oregon is a wonderful community. It's tight-knit, and there's so much help that wants, that that's out there. But if folks don't know where the help is or where they can go, um, then it's really for nothing because we're not reaching out to the communities that need it the most. Okay. Um, and so that's that uh thank you very much and so i'm trying to trying to decide where to go next with with uh with moving forward on this because what i want to do and maybe let's go to this do you have you're talking about where the help is and how to get it uh can you help us help people who are listening uh figure out where the help is and where to get it well um there's there's lots of resources in place now um that i think a lot of the bigger nonprofits and organizations um even the city of bend are putting together with the school districts and and different organizations to aid those that are in need um one thing and this is a very touchy subject and it's going to be hard to hear so i, I just want to prompt by saying that is that these resources and what is becoming available to the broader community of Central Oregon do not target specifically a lot of folks that fall between those cracks of, A, having access to Internet to know where these things um, are, and, B, to the folks that perhaps do not have the proper documentation or are waiting on documentation of citizenship status that don't qualify for many of these programs that are being offered. Okay, so that's... Um, uh, those are great points, and, and maybe we can address them one at a time. How do we get information to people 
who because you're right i mean you know when i was i i, I don't know if you were you were listening you probably weren't because you were anticipating actually being on the radio but i i just, <laughs> I cut just a minute. okay so i just stumbled my way through and stumbled is the right word uh reading off the places where people can go to get um sure. lunches for children from, from the schools sure. right um, and stumbling because I, I was reading it from a document that didn't have page numbers, and I kept getting confused. But you know, so uh, we're kind of we're yeah. doing the, we're doing the best we can here. But um, I was about to say, if you if you need to find out more, I was going to direct people to to websites, and I sort of did. Right. But then I realized, right. wait a minute, a lot of people may not have that access, right? Exactly. Um, and exactly. So, and yeah. that's. That's our default. That's our default. Right. You know, go here, www. or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, it's, it's an equity issue to those that, do, again, don't have access perhaps to Internet, to those that don't speak the language, that don't understand. And, and we have to understand the newscasters are probably going as fast as I am trying to, you know, get in as much information as possible. And, you know, they're perhaps sharing phone numbers, sharing websites, but it, it's just not a, a good enough um it's not a good enough alert to those that uh, are unable to, like I said, speak the language or have access to internet to be able to research more. Okay, so that's a that's an important uh, hole we need to f- our community needs to find a way to fill. It sounds to me, um, yeah, clearly, right. And then the right. other the other issue you brought up is uh, people who may not have uh, documentation yet, um, and or may you know not. I don't know. I don't know exactly the the right terminology to use, but but certainly people who do not have, I, I suppose you mean citizenship or or um, right. you know whatever kind of doc or, or or other documentation to to be in the United States. I don't want to right say, and right and specifically referring to um, what sounds like is coming uh, down from the Senate right now and and the bills that are being passed for this emergency relief funding that's going to um, hopefully come into our own pockets to assist, you know, with those who have been laid off or who are at zero hours and can't collect unemployment, um, the service industry workers that, you know, don't have the tip money that they rely on um, to, to, to survive in, in our community. So, you know, there's, there's these wonderful things that could happen potentially for us. But when, when we think about the greater community that exists within uh, Central Oregon, those folks that are in the process of documentation, meaning their, their path to citizenship, will not qualify for this emergency relief funding. So, again, that's a, that's a bigger global issue that's, that's on a larger scale. When we, when we shrink it down to what we can do for our community is to be aware that although uh, there are provisions out there, it's not going to touch us all the same. Okay, and so uh, I guess let's if you, if you have ideas, and I'm definitely open to this because I I'm hoping that KPOV can play some sort of role. I mean, we do have communication technology that does not require the internet, um, right. and I mean it does require having some form of radio. Um, yeah. Whether that's in a car or, or whatever, but 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 not just not I'm not limiting this obviously to KPOV, but just thinking about what can the rest of us do uh, to help these people who are really like the most vulnerable people in many ways, uh, but will also have the hardest time accessing the kinds of relief uh, that are needed now and are, are going to be needed more and more in the future. Um, one thing that I think is important to realize that 
we're, I think, all experiencing together now is that these networks of communication um, between particularly, and, and I only speak from my, my the brown skin that I'm in in the Latinx community within Central Oregon, is that we have networks in place that already are for each other mm-hmm. and for assisting each other whenever there is a need. If somebody needs to borrow a vehicle, if somebody is low on gas, if somebody... Um, you know, needs it to borrow a cell phone to make an international call. We're already aiding each other in these things. And so the way that other people can help um, that are right now currently holding on to, say, boxes of toilet paper or extra food or money, cash in hand, is to try and connect with organizations that can pair you with the specific needs of the community. And sometimes that requires us going outside of our comfort zone and stepping into places or calling places in this case um, and finding out specifically where are the needs. Are there families that are in need of this? I have an extra, you know, box of canned goods. Where, where can I drop it off? It takes action. It takes purposeful involvement on our part to do better. Okay, uh uh, that's that's great. And what I want to do is let's hold on to that thought because I'm hoping you're going to be able to tell us some of those organizations that people can contact um, because I know people sure. are going to want to know. But before we do that, we need to take a really quick break here on KPOV, just a uh, quick station break. We're talking with Janet Yorandi, who is a, uh, a Latinx woman here in Central Oregon, about uh, the way uh, this coronavirus and, and the protections and restrictions are affecting uh, particularly people of color and uh, people without documentation, uh, citizenship, and or work status, whatever the, the, the right word is. I, I apologize if I'm not doing saying that correctly. Anyway, you mentioned right before the break that one of the ways uh, people can help is to connect with organizations who are providing assistance to people of color to uh, – you know, people of color all over Central Oregon, uh, people who uh, lack documentation. Um, can you talk about what some of those organizations are? Sure. Um, one of the major organizations right now um, that we can all go to for um, questions with what the need is is the Latino Community Association um, of Central Oregon. They specifically work with uh, the Latino community, um, with some of the undocumented workers that reside within our community that are the essential backbone of Central Oregon in the work and the tasks that they do. Um, They're a great resource, and I urge you to either hop online or give them a call and ask what the need is. Ask them what they need or tell them what you have that you can give. Again, whether that is tangible supplies or if it's cash in hand, if it's assistance with uh, utility bills, whatever it might be. Um, on that note, there's also a great resource with Neighbor Impact um, for those that have been affected that need assistance, that are in desperate need of uh, utility bills, getting paid. They have uh, rent assistance program also, although there's already a waiting line of, you know, over 30 people um, in line for that. So. Again, it points to some of the inequities that exist within Central Oregon that perhaps we're not aware of. Um, there's also uh, my organization, Mecca Bend. It's a nonprofit. Um, I work directly with the Latinx community, and I'm happy to uh, utilize my resources and my time to find where that need is and how we can help. Okay. Um, so there's a Latino Community Association, Neighbor Impact, 
and Mecca Bend. Uh, for those of you who have in internet access, that should be fairly easy to find. Uh, we'll, we will put up, not it won't happen in, instantly, but in, in the next little while, I'll put up links to those organizations on the KPOV website. We have a coronavirus information post at the top of our website. So uh, we'll help out with that. Uh, what is the... What is the prognosis for uh, people of color, uh, undocumented people, you know, if this thing goes on for weeks and weeks, uh, what are your concerns about, uh, about the folks in, that, in, the, in your communities? Well, that's... I know, that's big, a big, big question. question, I understand. That's a big question. Um, here, here's what I'm seeing and, and, and where I feel um, things are going to get worse before they break and get better. Um, the unemployment rate in Oregon right now has just spiked. Um, we're all aware of that. We saw that go from a couple hundred to thousands now. Um, again, looking at it through the perspective and through the lens of a person of color, there are folks that do not qualify for the unemployment benefit. So how many are not being reported that are out of work? Um, we can see that easily by the what's happening with the restaurant industry in Central Oregon that are doing takeout or delivery only. Um, that cuts more than half of the staff that's normally on board from, you know, the kitchen staff to the servers to the bartenders and the, the busters, dishwashers, etc. All of these folks right now are in a position where they cannot work, although they want to, and they do not qualify for unemployment. So I think what's going to happen is that we're going to see numbers. We're going to see statistics. Um, and to be very honest with you, I think they're going to be way off from what the reality is. And so I think we need to sort of bring it back down for ourselves to not be overwhelmed by the amount of need that there is, but to, again, target specifically families uh, that we know are in need within our own community. Because if we want to make the change, we have to start here at home. Right. That's uh, uh, that you. The, the last point you made there, I, I think, is is very powerful. In that you're right. It is very easy to get completely overwhelmed, and just to think, I don't. There's so much to do. I don't know what to do. I can't do anything. Uh, and there's there's a concept. It's in a lot of different philosophies. I I do a lot of yoga. Uh, there's a, a a a method of thinking, I guess, if you will, called dialectical behavior therapy. One of the concepts is a thing called one mindfulness. So now I'm 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 waxing eloquent here, I guess. But one mindfulness is right. Pick something in the moment and focus on it. Right. As a way to um, as a way to get get away from overwhelm and to be effective in the face of of this uh, massive this things coming at us from every direction. So I like that idea of find where you can make a tangible difference in your community. And then take the steps and, to and make it happen, right? And, yeah. Yeah, and be reasonable with the expectation that, or the bar that you set for yourself. If you don't have um, the time or the resources, please don't sign up to help um, because you're overwhelming yourself and then you're overwhelming those that are counting on you. Mm -hmm. So be reasonable with uh, yourself and knowing your limitations and what you do have access to and what you can give. Uh, so we're not asking, you know, people to hand over their paychecks or hand over their stimulus checks that they're going to get. But if you do have more, give more. And that was part of my message um, on that video was that there, there are folks that are in greater need that have suffered and have lived with way less than you and I are probably accustomed to. 
And that's the unfortunate reality is that's their, that's their lifestyle. That's how they live. So let's band together. Let's, let's do without a little extra right now and let's give it back to the community that feeds us, that provides for us, that cleans our houses, that does all of the work for us. Right. Yeah, that's great. And that, it, it, it's a, it's an incredibly valuable, I think we lose sight of, right, how incredibly valuable everybody is really in our society. And because I'm thinking of let's, you know, you're right, the people that, that clean houses, the people that, that cook food. I, I can't give the name because it's nonprofit radio, but there's a particular small, um, I, I don't know if it's Mexican style food, it's, but it's a Latino style food on Greenwood. And um, I love it. And there's nobody there, right? There's no cars in the parking lot. So I don't spend much money on takeout, but I'm about to start spending a lot more, uh, <laughs> right? Just because I want I want to try to support. Them. And they're they're not the only one, right? And I can't I can't give their name, unfortunately. But um, no, and, and that's and that's where it starts. Is you know I think we we underestimate the power and the impact that. Uh, you know, a few orders of takeout are going to have right now, or, you know, if you know a family that is in need of a meal, order for them, you know, send some food to their home from some of these businesses. You're doing a service to both at the same time. Um, so it's not about what we need right now. I think our needs are, are pretty much covered, and I, and I know and I acknowledge that there are folks out there that don't have these same privileges, and again, we're not asking you to go beyond your capacity. But if you have, you know, 40 bucks available, um, order some, some, you know, really good food and send it to somebody that you know is in need of it. Yeah, that, that sounds like you're ready. I'm also wondering about the, the concept of go online and buy gift certificates and give them to people. Absolutely. Right, at some of those yeah. places if, if you want to do it a different way. Um, so, uh, Janet, thank you so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. Um, we're gonna, we're uh, here at KPOV trying to do our best to, to get the community on the radio even though we really can't have the community come into the station uh, for all of our safety yeah. reasons. So, and thanks for everything you do you do for our community. Thank you. Um, all right. Thank and you so, guys right. for raising awareness. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Jenna. Yeah. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, please visit kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcasts at kpov.org.